0: Hello and welcome to episode 16 of the Open Conversation Podcast. Now, I'm just going to jump straight in because this is something that, for some reason, I woke up thinking about straight away, and it's how we're unconsciously going in search of proof that we're enough, and we do this in multiple ways, but I I just want to go into... um, some of the ways in which uh, I was kind of going in search of, you know, that kind of metaphorical pat on the back that you're enough. Um, So in my uh, early to mid-twenties, I was in my first relationship or first proper relationship. We were together for six years, we were engaged. um, There was a lot of love between us, but there was also a lot of, Um, hurt and a lot of pain now the the majority of the time uh, in that relationship I I mean I, I wasn't conscious of this but for whatever reason at the time which I was unsure of but now I know why I struggled to really allow myself to be loved and when I felt like she was getting you know too close I would put up a wall I would do something to kind of push her further away sabotage the relationship in some way I cheated I I I just wasn't able to really open myself up to be loved and to like really give all of my love because Part of me just didn't feel good enough to be loved for exactly who I was, so I, I'd done everything that I possibly could to essentially keep perpetuating that story that I was telling myself that you know I I'm not good enough, um, I don't deserve to be loved for exactly who I am, and you know which is why I acted out because I I was trying to basically show her proof that i'm not worthy of being loved for exactly who i am anyway when that relationship broke down after um six years i turned to what is socially acceptable and definitely normalized and and that's partying and and drinking and and doing drugs i've done that for um about a year to 18 months, just going out every weekend, just getting fucked up, you know, just, just you know, the lads say, oh, come on, let, let's go out, and, you know, it's, it's just it's just normalised. Like, how many people do you know go through a breakup and then suddenly they're, you know, posting selfies all the time and going out and getting fucked up and, you know, just not actually taking care of themselves. In fact, from what they're actually trying to do is like regain some kind of sense of like validation essentially and and rather than actually being with themselves and learning to how learning how to take care of themselves and look after themselves and love themselves they myself included at the time you know just, just want to escape all the painful emotions so we go out and we we turn to drink and drugs or if not drugs definitely drink and that's what I've done then I got into uh, my next relationship and I got into this relationship uh, really to essentially give me that kind of like little self-esteem boost. You know, if I was with this person, then, you know, clearly I'm not that bad. Like, if they want to be with me, then clearly I'm not that bad. And essentially that was what I was trying to show people. You know, I was like, putting it all over social media. I was constantly trying to prove myself to her. I was constantly trying to prove myself to myself. You know, I was trying to do anything I possibly could, buy things and take her places and, like, just uh, overgiving of myself because, again, I still didn't feel worthy of being loved just for who I was. Like, I, I felt like my... Worth was essentially based on like what I could do for people. What I could do for her. And. You know this. This really created. Um, or or co-created. Uh, a very um, unhealthy. Um, and definitely towards the end. A very toxic relationship. You know. Uh, I don't want to say anything about her; it's, it's not my place to. But speaking for myself. You know the fact that I was constantly trying to prove myself to her, I can only imagine, you know, how how draining that must have been. Um, And when you think about it, every single time we're trying to prove ourselves, we never actually receive the, um, like, that that recognition that, ah, I am enough. There, I've done that thing, see, now I'm enough. It doesn't work like that. We're constantly you know, looking for the next thing that we can do and the next thing that we can do and the next thing that we can do, all in this attempt to just try and prove that we are enough. And We're never able to prove that to ourselves. In fact, the more we give of ourselves, the more we feel like we're not enough. Um, anyway, that relationship broke down after um, just under a year again what did i do i turned to drinking drugs you know it's something that was my kind of default something that i knew would uh help quote unquote like really helped me kind of um not feel all, all the pain essentially um and yeah like not not feel the loneliness not feel the unworthiness you know just just not feel all these painful things that little did I know had always been there and actually didn't really have anything to do with the relationship it's it's just the the breakdown of that relationship triggered all these things that were already there obviously I wasn't aware of that at the time um Anyway, I continued down that path of drinking drugs for well over a year. Then I eventually I just hit rock bottom. And I got to a point where uh, I, I just had enough. Like, going out drinking every weekend and getting fucked up just... It wasn't helping anymore. In, in fact, it was making me feel worse. Especially on, like, you know, a, a Sunday and, and then Monday trying to kind of get back into, like, work. And I was a personal trainer and, you know, trying to kind of motivate my clients when I I didn't feel motivated and I I just I hated this cycle every single Monday feeling like this and it it got to the point where I was like something's got to change and you know that that's when I really started to question like why why has my life turned out how it's turned out like why do I feel like this anyway that's when I first invested um in a coach um and I, I really started like, looking at these parts of myself in a, in a different way. Rather than beating myself up and judging myself and blaming myself, And I, I, I had moments where there was space in between the, the judgment and, and the blame where I could kind of get a little bit curious about, I wonder why I'm really like this. I, I wonder why I do this. I, I wonder why I struggle with that. And as a result of that things started to shift, and six months later, I met Charis, and now, I'm by no means saying that, like, I'm healed, or, you know, I'm a perfect man, or like our relationship is perfect, and, uh, you know, everything's just, you know, easy, because that, that, that's not the truth, and that I, I, I never want to portray that, but, I I do want to mention, and I I really do want to, you know, basically let you know that from the place that I was, you know, in my early twenties to where I am now at thirty five, like so much has changed. I, I I never felt at peace with myself in all throughout my twenties. I I was always just trying to, basically trying to manipulate people into you know liking me and and accepting me and loving me and because the reason why I I say I was trying to manipulate people and it it wasn't in this kind of I'm going to manipulate you it was obviously on an in an unconscious level but I was manipulating people because I wasn't actually allowing people to really see me I was presenting as a version of myself that i thought that they would like accept and love and all that done was isolate me i, I felt lonely i felt disconnected i i, I never ever truly felt accepted and, and loved for who i was how could i because no one ever actually knew me and it, it wasn't until you know I, I really started getting curious about these parts of myself and i i'm um, in therapy now I've, I've been in and out of therapy for the last two and a half three years I've invested in coaches I've uh, I've invested these last three years really into getting to know myself and I'm really focusing on on my healing journey because essentially I don't want another relationship to turn out how the last two turned out because I wasn't committed to myself I refuse to let that happen like and and when we think about our relationships any kind of relationship that we're in because we're always in multiple different relationships how much of yourself are you actually allowing the other people to see because any part of you that you don't allow them to see any part of you that you suppress or you know you you just you bite your tongue because you, you don't want to rock the boat what you're actually doing is perpetuating this story that these parts of you aren't good enough that these parts of you are unlovable and look, I'm, I'm by no means saying that once you really start being true to yourself, that these people are instantly going to love you more and accept you more. In fact, some of those people won't want you in their life anymore. Why? Well, because some of those people gravitated towards you because of the mask that you're wearing. That's what they were attracted to, the version of you that you were presenting. Not, not the real you, because they, they they didn't know the real you. Now, on the other hand, some of those people will accept and love you even more. Because by you removing the mask and, and really showing yourself, they can connect with you on a deeper level and it inspires them to also do the same. They They feel safe enough to be able to take off their mask and say, this is me. Now, it's an ongoing process. It doesn't happen overnight. It's not something where you can just say, I'm just going to be authentic now, and, and suddenly that's it. You're you're just who you really are. It, it doesn't really work like that because, like any relationship, we're always getting to know the other person, and it, when it comes to self love, we're, we're always we're always getting to know ourselves. You know, we're always learning about ourselves. We're always forming like deeper connections with ourselves. We're, we're always, you know, just really starting to understand ourselves on a deeper level. And this is why this works ongoing. It's not like, uh, you know, do it once and then that, that's it. It's done forever. That, that's why I continually invest in, in therapy. Not because I'm broken and, and not because I need it, quote unquote, but because I want it. I, I want to get to know myself more. I want to love myself better. I, I want to really be there for myself. I, you know I, I've spent I I've spent 30 years of my life not really knowing who I was trying to fit into this mold of what I thought was acceptable and trying to people please and you know try and do things that I thought other people would like and you know these last five years since having that like huge wake-up call that my life had turned out how it had turned out because I didn't love myself these last five years have really been like my journey of getting to know myself and it's exciting yes at times it's painful and it's hard and it's uncomfortable but it's also exciting because we're always getting to know ourselves and it's it's like uh, um getting getting to know uh, a friend every single day you know it's it's exciting so you know I, I want you to really think about that like how much of your relationship are based on you not feeling good enough and you trying to prove to that person that you are good enough you know you, that's what you're trying to gain from them you're, you're just trying to gain this a like, little pat on the back to say that you are enough and in fact not just relate your relationships but your whole life you know what areas of of your life are you unconsciously like going in search of that proof that you're you're good enough Know, th- these are really the questions that we need to be asking ourselves like where where do I not have my own back like where am i like where am I not taking responsibility in my life you know where am I showing up in my childhood wounds rather than my adult self you know what what needs am I trying to get other people to meet that I'm refusing to uh, you know, work on meeting myself. You know, they're, it, they're, these are the type of questions that uh, we really need to be asking ourselves because otherwise, when we're unaware and when we're unconscious, you know, things happen in our lives. We go through breakups and people hurt us and betray us and you, know, we, you, know, you might lose a job and things happen and we, we take it personally you know we make it mean that see i knew i weren't good enough and and when you're coming from a place of like wholeness and you know feeling secure in who you are and knowing that you're good enough anything that happens on the outside yes it 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 can be painful and and can cause you a lot of grief but you won't instantly jump to see i'm not good enough see i, I knew i weren't good enough see i, I knew i was unworthy of that 'Cause that, that won't be a belief you hold anymore. You you won't be looking at yourself through that lens anymore. Th- this is why I'm I'm so passionate about this work. And th- this is exactly what we do in my six-month deep dive program. You know, we meet every single week on a Zoom call and we just chat. Like I, I listen to everything that you're struggling with, I I'm there for you, I support you. 110 percent unconditionally and you know a lot of us have never had that unconditional support ever you know we might have spells of support but for most of us we feel like when we're being supported like there's an ulterior motive like they want something in return and for a lot of us what we actually need is just someone just to listen to us and like, really listen to us. Who who's fully present with us? Someone who who we can like reach out to and a message and say, "Hey, I'm I'm struggling with X, Y, and Z today." Or, "Hey, I, I've or or speak about our successes. Hey, I, th- this happened for me today. I I set a boundary. I, I said no when normally I would say yes. And and someone who's like, really gonna like cheer you on and and be proud of you and like you know. A lot of us, that's, that's what we need. That's what we need in our childhoods. But for whatever reason, through, you know, no fault of our parents, most of us never had that, which is why we're trying to heal our childhood wounds through our adult relationships. And when you think about it, its it's kind of unfair. It's a lot of pressure to put on someone that didn't even sign up for that, like, kind of covert contract. That, you know and i'm i'm not saying that they're not doing the same i'm i'm pretty sure that you know most people are but how much better would it feel if if you were you know that if two people came together to co-create a relationship based on like genuine respect care love and acceptance rather than two wounded children essentially Trying to get their childhood needs met through this adult relationship. You know, all, all the conflicts that arise out of these like unhealed wounds that, you know, we take into our relationships and you know the things that we struggle to communicate and the fears we have about being rejected and being judged. And you know, imagine if you could be in a relationship where you could actually communicate this stuff you know where you knew actually that whether the other person judged you or rejected you or not doesn't really matter because you you know that you've always got your own back you know that you're always there for yourself how would that feel you know knowing that whatever happens on the outside doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Because you've always got you on the inside. Imagine if imagine if we were approaching life and, and our relationships from that place. Rather than from this wounded place. So yeah. That's exactly what I, I wanted to speak about today. Because... You know, I I notice it so often, like the amount of conversations I have with people. I noticed it, you know, in my own life when I, I you know, when I, as soon as I started doing the work and it's, yeah, it's things can get better and, and things can improve. And it all starts with self-love. And I, I know that sounds cliche and cringy. But we really do have to work on the relationship with ourselves first and foremost.